Design a tiny interruption to share something that I'm digging on. I'm your host, Cole, and you can check out okretro.zone to stay on top of new podcasts, videos, and more. So, here we go. I hope you all are doing well and staying safe. It's been a crazy few weeks or months. Who's to say at this point? But stay safe, stay strong, and stay nostalgic. I had such great plans for this podcast as we return from some radio silence since we last chatted. I've moved halfway across the country. I've been thrown into juggling work and going through my whole like childhood belongings, which on the surface doesn't sound like much, but I didn't realize how much emotional baggage I had or have. I did save quite a few Power Rangers and Ninja Turtles and some Pokemon stuff, but it was just weird. I just kind of backflipped out of that situation. I've always wanted to hold on to my Lego sets, but once they're built, I'm not really going to take them apart. I don't know. It was just weird. I kind of just want to like, RIP, I'm out. But at some point, I I do want to articulate my feelings about growing up in the 90s, but I don't know. Today is not that day. I do want to gush about all the things, but perhaps I've been searching for a bit of of an escape So with all that being said, I've been tinkering around with the RPG Maker again, or still, and I just kind of want to talk about my experience with it. If you follow my Twitch page, you may have hung out with me while I randomly build an RPG uh, with the aid of chat and a giant box of random paper prompts. The stream happens maybe once or twice a month uh, because it gives me a whole lot of homework, but it's so much fun to explore video game tropes and everyone's creativity and I don't know how many dragons we can fit into one room. I don't know, it's fun. We'll be bringing it back at the end of this week for sure. But RPG Maker. I'll keep it pretty chill for us today and I won't whip out my dry erase board or anything. But RPG Maker is a program or platform that allows the users using a graphical interface to build an RPG game with little to no coding skills, uh, which is pretty cool. Granted, if you can code, it can spiral out of control quickly from there. Which I have recently found out. Oh, what's that? An RPG game? I'm so glad you asked. RPG games or role-playing games are, well, if I pull from like popular culture, probably Chrono Trigger, Final Fantasy, maybe even some Fantasy Star, Wild Arms is one I love and loathe. Games where you often have a party of allies that travel with your hero's character to purge darkness from the world and often probably have to collect some crystals or something, and then there's battles with monsters that are on kind of a rotation oftentimes, and the player can think and be calculating in how they attack. There's often an overworld you'll explore with tiny towns, and when you walk over the tiny town, you teleport into the town, and then it's all of a sudden much larger. There is probably some airships, but yeah, that probably covers RPGs at a glance. These games are often far more narrative-heavy and driven than... I don't know, Super Mario? Um, That's not a bad example or a bad thing, but more often than not, it's the storytelling that pulls players in through the game versus super dynamic gameplay, though that totally can exist and does. So, RPG Maker. Now that I'm doing some research after having talked about it on stream, I owe a lot, apparently, to a Russian teen from the early 2000s. 
But at the time, I found RPG Maker, or rather it found me. It was probably 2001 or 2002. Pokemon Stadium was still a thing for me. Final Fantasy X was the first RPG to really capture my attention. Uh, I was most certainly hopped up on Dragon Ball Z, and Majora's Mask still haunted my dreams. Oh, and Destiny's Child's hit Bootylicious is a contemporary to all of this as well. Have I painted an awkward picture of my childhood? I hope so. But I remember a friend having RPG Maker. I remember being taken aback at whatever was happening on his tiny gateway desktop. What was this crazy software that he had? One does not simply walk into Mordor. One does not simply build a game. At least I thought. It wasn't until years later that I realized that the copy of RPG Maker my friend had was a bootleg. I had no idea. It was just credited to Don Miguel for the translation. And I was like, gee, what a nice guy. In hindsight, the internet seemed like the Wild West back then. And perhaps way too many Angel Fire sites. But I remember looking for sprite sheets and characters to toss into the video game that we were making. Like having Super Mario chilling in the inn and finding a bunch of gifts of looping game animations. The world felt so big. There was also, like, a ton of homemade Dragon Ball Z characters, which was very cool. But let's briefly circle back to Don Miguel. I just read a few articles before recording this, so in 2000, Don Miguel, or a Russian dude, released an illegal English translation of RPG Maker 2000. Do you like Chrono Trigger Final Fantasy? Cool. You can make it on your own. Great. Interbrain was the developer and published the software and eventually took legal action against Don Miguel, who did take down his site, but Interbrain's RPG Maker was already widely available across the internet. The English translation just existed from that point on, and when I was 11 or 12, I had no idea of any of this. My friend just had this program that let us build worlds and tell stories. I could write my own stories, full of lame cliche tropes, and think of it as a masterpiece, and sometimes we would just build maps of towns and overworlds. Because it was fun and maybe a little therapeutic. I don't know, but I had no idea where RPG Maker came from, but I was grateful that it existed. And even with my limited scope of knowledge of game design and programming, I would reflect on games I was playing and then try to recreate events to see how they actually worked or how could I achieve a similar result. I mean, I was like 12 and I felt like I was really doing something. But RPG Maker was inspiring. It made what seemed so distant and far-fetched attainable in a little office in my friend's house. It was really cool to like share these little stories and max out character levels and have epic battles, but over time things change and people drift apart and enthusiasm wanes. Fast forward to 2014 and a lot has happened for RPG Maker. Well, their makers? Okay, Innerbrain had multiple versions. 2000, 2003, XP, which added even more functionality with Ruby scripting. I don't even... <sighs> and then VX, which... Pro Texas, I believe, localized it, and I say maybe had the least admiration of the bunch, and then soon, is it Dejica? I don't even know. I don't know how to say their name, but they're the current developer and publisher of RPG Maker, but an RPG Maker bounced back with their edition of RPG Maker VX Ace. I was in grad school for sculpture, and I wanted to build two arcade cabinets that allowed me to go on a hike with a friend from the safety of a gallery space. So I thought I'd scope out Unity. It seemed so daunting right out of the gate by like everything. So while perusing the internet, I came across RPG Maker VX Ace on Dejica's RPG Maker site. And I was unsure when 
they took over localizing and publishing, but all I knew is I had RPG Maker again. It blew my mind. I, I haven't thought about it for 10 years. Not long after, I stumbled across a Humble Bundle for making games, and that had the rest of the RPG Maker franchise, including RPG Maker 2000, along with other resources, and you best believe your girl here grabbed all of them. All of them. Did I need them? Probably not. But why not support the official releases? I finally had RPG Maker of my own. Sure, I was dealing with 16-bit graphics, but I had such a fondness for this, and it immediately felt like home. Sure, things had changed with the latest installments, but it felt familiar, like how returning to some of your favorite like childhood games feels. Or perhaps it was those games got a fresh cone of paint, but not flashy paint, like Majora's Mask on the 3DS. I don't know. It's the same game, just cleaned up a little bit, a little bit more streamlined. There is something about returning to RPG Maker 2000, though. But VX Ace is where I feel most comfortable. MV, which is currently the most recent release, but I just prefer the default sprites of VX Ace more. It's just a preference. But Dejica has really taken over the project and has really tried to build a community around the software with forums and serving as a hub for the homebrew games that have like no intent of really making it to Steam, which is super cool uh, because growing up, when I first found this, I just found all these auxiliary sites and probably Angel Fire sites, you know, that people would just like throw up their game being like, hey, I made this thing, check it out. But it's really cool that Dejika is taking over, kind of being the host to this community after all these years. So if you like video games and maybe making them and wanting to maybe relive some childhood nostalgia through a weird tangential lens, scope out some RPG Maker editions. Or if you just like RPG games, scope out some of the forums or project pages because there are some amazing projects out there. Go build or explore a new world. I believe there was a game made, I want to call it The Drunken Paladin. I just tried to make a little quick Google search, um, so I, bear with me here. But I found this something paladin in 2014. I found this game in 2014 and I remember being able to open the game file in RPG Maker, which was cool because I remember being so impressed in with how the maps and layers were configured and how the game flow was constructed. It taught me so much just by merely looking at what the creator did. I didn't even play around with it or anything other. I mean, I played the game, but being able to just kind of look at the layers and how things were composed just blew my mind and how a simple event in one place would have huge ramifications on another map. It was very, very cool. I imagine that my experience with RPG Maker when I was younger is probably similar to kids finding Minecraft when that came out. It's probably a very similar comfort. I can't explain it, but like, do you like world building? Do you like 8 and 16-bit graphics? Give RPG Maker a shot. I feel like you can often find bundles and sales for it. There's just so many resources now. Ever since 2014, I'm shocked at what's available. I remember finding some fan-made sprites of Final Fantasy X characters back in the day, too. Shoot, I should really dig through the internet again. It's pretty cool. I don't know. RPG Maker is just like, uh, it's a weird comfort. I don't, like, it was such a, it wasn't even something that was, like, firsthand in my childhood I guess like my friend had it so it was a lot of just like hanging out with him while we built worlds and it's weird to like revisit something and have like ownership of that experience now I don't know mm. I don't know what if there's a, a word for that like tangential nostalgia because I mean I guess it is nostalgia you know like those are still my memories even though I don't have a whole lot of like first-hand experience but RPG Maker is cool you can 
build all sorts of stuff. So thank you for listening to Combo Breaker for a one-two punch of enthusiasm. I hope you enjoyed this week's podcast. And if you did, I hope you share it with a friend. And follow me on Twitch, Twitter, Instagram at OKRetroZone to see new stuff coming out and what I'm up to. And give a follow over on Twitch at OKRetroZone if you want to join in that RPG Maker creative fun on the next stream. I hope you all have a fantastic week. Until next time.